everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. All right, everyone, here we are, and today we are covering Missing. That's right, y'all. We are continuing our 23andMe month, where we talk about movies that came out this year. Um, we picked some favorites we've not, well, I, we picked some movies we've not covered yet. I'm not going to say favorites, because I've seen the lineup. <laughs> Fair. We don't, and you know what? I think that is good that we do that we cover films that we may not love, right? We we did. I always know what you did last summer, but <laughs> that was a choice. But we did it. We did it, and I think it sometimes leads to some good conversations. No one can doubt our commitment to Sparkle Motion. I will say that one hundred percent. And if you do. You've been drinking. You've like been drinking. You. You've been drinking. At the time of recording this, like our top 10 has shifted. So like Emily Rose has found her way out and like Body Space Bodies has found its way in. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I love Emily Rose, but I'm okay with that shift. Especially because I thought I would be in our top 10 anyways, because like horror queers, yeah. hello. And people are like, no, we like possessed bitches in the summer. I'm like, okay, I see you. Um, and I'm like, well, And I feel like Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is very our aesthetic. Yes. It's very us. People can Drugs see and alcohol and people doing stupid shit. <laughs> Y'all can't see these eyebrows shit looking at. But I just want to say Lee Pace. There's a there's a little legal, there's a little dance. There's a little possess. I mean, that's true too. The, he is very pretty. That man is very, art. very pretty. Um, <laughs> but about missing Charade. Oh, yeah. let's, let's, <laughs> let's discuss this, this found footage film that I really enjoyed. I mean, what did you think? I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan footage girl, as I've gone on record saying many times. So this weekend, I made it a point to watch Searching and this one. Uh, even though they're not supposed to be sequel sequels, they're spiritual sequels. But I always know to look for Easter eggs, because I, too, am a movie bitch. And I'm happy yeah. I watched Searching so I can get some of the gags in this one. Probably back to Searching. Um, I, I think that both of them are pretty fun fan footage thrillers as opposed to found footage straight up horror. And I think that the umbrella is big enough to handle that. Um, I One of the things I love is that like both of these movies in this franchise, and I hope it keeps it going, um, they center non-white people, which is what we normally see, especially in fan footage. It's mm-hmm. grab three of your white friends, let's go to the beach or let's go to the woods. And I'm just like, but like, do you not have any brown people? Do you not have any like white people? <laughs> and they're like, ha, let, let's do the things. And so you get actors who don't normally get to lead these kind of movies because like we have Nia Long and Storm reading this bitch. And I'm like, that's magical because I've never seen them interact before. And in the first movie, which we're not talking about today, we need to cover that later in life because it's important and historical for so many reasons. You have John Vicho, that sexy little bitch. Oh, oh. We're so fucking thirsty. Always. <laughs> and his brother in that movie was Joseph Lee, who I keep meaning to catch his name because he's also fun. Um, and we, I have said it many drunken times before. I don't know where this like rumor and hatred of Asian men can't be hot comes from because like... Not me. That's the damn show. Listen! Send them to my place. <laughs> I will have them all. <laughs> I... I, 
I will catch them all like Pokemon. Gotta catch them. Um, I I don't know. I I see talent where there's talent, and some people want to be racist, and they missing out this fucking talent. And I'm I'm not one of them people. The talent and the beauty. Listen, you can't tell me John Chell's not a sexy motherfucker, and I mean that from the bottom of my gotta, heart. We gotta hold that for when we because we're gonna cover that up mo- that movie. It's been on our list for, and it's been in and out of different themes we've had mm-hmm. before. It was free. Now I have it on on DVD, so we can watch it. I we have a friend's password to FXM, so we can hook that up. Perhaps soon. There it is. Um, um, yeah, we need a but I was so fan footage month. Fan footage <laughs> yes. month. Start with that, so we gotta look at John Cho again. Yes, absolutely. I love looking at him. I was rooting for this movie from the beginning because I loved searching, loved it, loved it, loved it so much, and so. I went into this with high expectations and it delivered for the most part. There are a couple things that I was like, oh, that was a little crunchy. Yeah. But I I thought that this film. Well, fuck. I was about to say my, my hot take. I'm going to hold it. We always do it. Might as well. Might as well. We always do it. Come up with another <laughs> well, one. What? <laughs> right. I, I, I love that this film. I'll say this because I won't go fully into my hot take, so I can still keep it. I love this film centers two women. I love that it centers two black women, especially because specifically Storm yes. Reed has deserved because one of my notes is literally, I'm tired of people acting like she's just the little sister in Euphoria because that's Zendaya's world and she's Zendaya's little sister in that show. And she always fucking delivers. And so I'm happy that between this and The Last of Us, people have to put respect of her name this year. Like 23 and Me is for a Storm Reed. Like literally, our theme is because this bitch is like, hi, I've been here forever. Stop ignoring me. I will not be ignored, Daniel, or whatever his name was. I've not seen that show in a minute. Um, and <laughs> the fact that she gets to be the daughter of Nia Long, who I grew up wanting to be, and people act like Nia Long has not that bitch. And I'm just like, are you are you cracked? What's wrong with you? Who said this? Who? Mostly white people. Who? Sin- well, fair. Okay. <laughs> I, yes, 100% agree. I think Storm Reed is the highlight of this film. I think she is, in, and, and she has to be, right? Just like what's his name in the first, in Searching gotcha, had to yeah. as well. You, you have the whole film on your shoulders because she's the literally, really the only character. I mean, of course she's got like her mom, Nia Long, who I also love. Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous gowns for days and fantastic actress. But she's just not really in it that long, right? Because she's the one that goes missing. And so she's being searched right. for. And that's right. <laughs> that's the sad part because like I I I love Nia Long because I want more Nia Long, but I also understand that plots are plots and stories are stories. And Storm delivers because it's literally her at a computer for like what, what 80 minutes? Right. And I th- this is Storm's story, right? This is her Storm's story. This isn't really the story's not really about Nia Long or Grace, that's her character's name. It's about June, and I love the whole thing about June finding out about her mother and all these things that she didn't know. And I like the twist and the turns, honey. The twist and the turns. I like there's so many notes I had on my phone when I was watching this, and I had to be like, "Well, I can't say that because that turned out not true." Well, I can't say that because that turned out not true. Because when that when the twist came about the the lawyer friend, I was like, "I didn't. I never trusted her." But then you find out. She was doing the right thing the whole time anyway. But again, I watched these movies back to back, searching and then missing because I need to I was not gonna be out of a joke or out of a nod. Um and so I love that both of these movies got me a ruiner, a whole me. Um, because I'm the bitch who's like, Oh no, I see where this is going. And they're like, You thought, bitch, 
ha ha ha, we play in your face. Like, what? What's the real thing? What's the real tea? Where are we going? The, the twists and the turns, the twist and the, the T and the T. Listen. It's not no longer are we about the T and the A. We are about the T and the T. Listen. The twists and the turns. And they was twisting, they was turning. Um, it was like a whole little American bandstand. I was like, damn. They were flipping and flopping and twisting and turning Flippity and floppity. in and, and out. <laughs> Again, I'm not the biggest fan of found footage. Um, and the specific subgenre usually sends me because this we're all on the computer. It always gets murky and it gets dicey because you're like, well, why would a computer be in there? Why would a camera connect to a computer be in that? And I, I definitely got that in this movie. I got that in so many times in this movie, especially the camera in the house, in the vent. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, 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 I definitely think there could be some fine-tuning and the storytelling on this, and I get that. And that I think with found footage, you have to kind of go in with some suspension of disbelief. Like, they're not giving you strict realism. It's kind of like that the theater. Like, they're not going to give you... We're not... Listen, if I sit through a fucking production of A Doll's House again, I'm going to scream. Like, I, 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 realism had its time and its place, and I respect it, but, like, come on. Give me some dramatization. And so... I, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I think that you just kind of have to go in agreeing to be like, there's going to be cameras. Like the iPhone watch. Yeah. I was like, that yeah. was a lot. But like, it was fun. And I I think that I think that part of the reason I can forgive some of what goes on in these two movies is because they both show how cool and terrifying um, a footprint we leave on the internet. Um, at the time of recording this, I just found my whole ass phone number, email, and an address I was living at when it shit went up on one of my scripts on Course Hero. I'm hoping this will be shut down by the time this episode airs because I am an angry Gemini bitch. <laughs> Isn't it wild that this, like, we're talking about this, like, literally a couple, a few days after you found that? That's wild. Listen, That's wild. Ruined my time. whole weekend because I was like, bitch is going to pull up on me in Chicago the whole fucking time. Um, I don't live there anymore, but like, me and LaBob could have easily been like, oh no. Is this a Hope disc- somebody doesn't show up to that apartment now because like, who knows who's living there? they like, I hate this bitch. I don't like the show Center Men in her stories. And, I, <laughs> and they're like, who is you? Um, <laughs> who, who is Sheree? Uh, Sheree. You know they're saying it right. Name right. Yeah. You who's know, Sarah? Who is, who is Sharina? Nah, 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 nah. Like, who's Charlotte? Who, who is? <laughs> who is who? What was it? What was the one in college? Safari. Like, Safari. No, like this fucking student walked up the last day of class to my friend Gabe, who's this big sassy man from Kentucky, and was like, "Are you my TA, Safari?" And Gabe was like, "Face journey." I think you mean Sharay, and <laughs> she is over there. Student never found me. Um, I was there is no. Audience, for those that don't know, I mean, if you don't, if you're listening to this, you don't know, that's weird. Yeah. But like, there is no F, there, like, in her name. Like, there, that's one of the things that is not in my name because it's a long ass name. There's a lot of things happening. F is not. But there is no F, first or last. Not even the middle, which I keep secret. Um, There is no F in my name. And this student was like, are you my TA Safari? Um, Last name, oh, so you know they was failing and they people. probably did fail. Um, <laughs> white people. But, I just, you know it was. You know it was. I never asked oh, Gabe because I knew. Was there a question? Right? Was there a question? It would be like asking Gabe was the day we were in class. I'm like, these are just things I know. Like, <laughs> um, but I okay, to go back to all of my bullets for this. I'm not the biggest fan of this subgenre of this subgenre. <laughs> I I think it's 
in part, I don't like looking at screens on screens because a lot of the fan footage is like, here's a camera. And so we're like in the camera. Whereas if we're just like, this is my computer. I can do this on my own. I don't, why am I here with you, unfriended? Um, and so, <laughs> I, I, I will go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You go. I was going to say, I do think there's a really fine line to walk with found footage. And some get it right, which we've covered a lot of them, and most get it very, very wrong. So while I do enjoy found footage, I also recognize that, let me get, let me think about my percentage here. 70% of them are terrible. Uh, and again, I'm rooting for everybody, and I love the idea of found footage because it's so easy to grab a phone or a friend and be like, "Let's do this." Um, oh, as an artist and a filmmaker, absolutely, like, yeah, that th- this is your this is the way for indie filmmakers, like Paranormal Activity, yes. for them to make magic on film. Yes, I think that that is important, and and I love found footage for that. Yes. I I love the idea of it. Like a lot of things. I love the idea of it. But once it's on paper, I'm like, oh no, burn that. Um, first draft is trash. Um, but I... But you know what? I think that every filmmaker needs a you in the room to be like, oh, that don't work. No, what? What, what the fuck are you doing? Nope, throw that away. Fuck that shit. Like I... Anytime I've sent you stuff or like in college when I had you watch rehearsals, I loved getting that. Like this is not fucking working. Because... If you surround yourself with yes people, it's going to be terrible. Right? Every fucking time. You're going to get the no's eventually. You're going to get what's not working. Do you want it in the rehearsal process or do you want it at when the product's out? I promise you, you want it in the rehearsal process. Listen, listen. And I think that being afraid of no's is what hurts a lot of people who want to be artists. Because it's like, you need to tell me I'm special. And it's like, this ain't special yet. <laughs> I'm telling you what's wrong with it. Can we move forward? And it's like, No. <laughs> and I think as artists too, we have to come, we have to absolutely understand and come to terms with 99% of what you do as an artist is not going to be special. You're an artist. There's a thousand billion hundred of us. 99% of everything I create is going to be, oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. I like parts of it. And that one thing, and, and everyone will have that one thing that they did that was magical. And yes. that's what we live for, to try and create more of that magic. Mm-hmm. And that's also why we're all depressed. But here we are. And that 99% can be fine-tuned to be better, but you have to to do the work. And nobody wants to fucking work. Absolutely. Um, which is why I love Fanny and Scare Me, because she's like, do the fucking work. And he's like, no. Um, I, I'm a Scare Me stand account. Y'all know that. So, like, just watch the movie and get all my references. But... I one of the issues I have with this being specifically this kind of a found footage thriller is that it takes away for some of the acting moments and tension because Storm Reed and Nia Long are those bitches and so I'd rather see them acting in these moments they do have together as opposed to us being like we have to like aim this here and throw some of this away yeah like the scene where um, when she comes into the room to be like we're leaving and we're having that moment and it's awkward Oh, no, I was talking about the moment where she finds the lawyer friend dead. Yes. Because you didn't even get to see her reaction, really. You hear it, and the vocalization is amazing. And there's something to be said for that. There is something to be said for what we don't see, especially as theater artists. We're kind of our bread and butter, right? Uh, The Greek theater, wasn't broke, don't don't fix it. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
I, yeah, I get where you're coming from, though, yeah. for sure. Especially because you have these two powerhouses, and so you want you want that work. You want to see what they're doing, and you can't because you're like in a vent on the floor looking up at them, and you like got a nose mm-hmm. and an eyeball, and you're like, I know it's good, <laughs> I know it's good, and I want it. Like, <laughs> but you know what? I think I think that's less of a of a downside of this film, and more of an upside of wanting to see them in more work. I think yes to both. If oh well, yeah, that's fair. But I do think that like, if this was a part of their full canon, I would love that because you get to see them do this bit where you're getting kind of bits and pieces, like like the idea of their performance and like bits and pieces of like real life and stuff. But then you also get to see them do a similar and just as good moments in a film that is more classically done. I think there's places, I think there's a place in a resume for both of these things. I think had this not been a legitimate, a hard stop found footage. So we did get some of those scenes where they were just acting with each other. It wouldn't have bothered me so much, but because like, especially when she finds her mom at the end and we have this high tension, this high drama and I, we're just like throwing things away. And then we have that weird thing where he goes to the computer but we're not on the computer mm-hmm. anymore, so we're behind him. Like, does he have a camera behind him in the kitchen? I don't know. Again, I, found footage be sending me. Found footage be sending me. <laughs> um, you just got to be like, I'm going with you. I don't understand. It's not real, but okay. I'm like, how many cameras he got in his old house they don't go to no more? Like, I... Mm. Yeah, it doesn't... It, yeah, suspension of disbelief. Like, absolutely. This is a theater. <laughs> this is... This is a theatrical movie. Like you just gotta go with it. <laughs> I that is one of that's one of the things I wish I could tell people who make fan footage movies is that like if you have to have a convoluted way of getting a camera in the place, it's taking me out. Because I'm just like, who has a camera under their bed for this? Who has a camera in their bathroom toilet? Like why? <laughs> well, like, unless there's like a plot point that explains it, like I don't know, his abusive behavior with the mom. And he was controlling, so he wanted to like follow her. Sure, but that's not really there. Especially so it's twelve years really later, because like twelve years later, you set up these cameras for what? For whomst? For whomst? Who, who you follow? It? Or are you doing this multiple like yeah. in multiple ways in multiple ways? And like, because if it was like an abusive situation, and he was this was not twelve years later, I could see that because I've known a person who let her boyfriend who was an addict, well, her husband who was an addict, put cameras in their houses to watch her. And that is terrifying. And oh, yeah. yeah. And so like, if it's like in the living room and things like that, I'm just like, okay, I can follow. But like when you have it in the fucking vent, like in the room where they're held at, I'm like, why is there a... <laughs> yeah. I also... But I, so going back a little bit, because I have a question. When they were doing the Easter eggs at the very beginning of the first film, could y'all not get what's his name from the first John movie, John Cho? Could y'all not get him for those moments? Because like that is a different actor. No, that's like, the gag. Because one of my notes is I I clap when I saw Jasmine Savoy Brown at the end, um, right. playing our girl because like that's a Netflix show that <laughs> unfiction. And so of course we're gonna get actors in there. And so that's part of the gag. She's watching the show and it's like, that can never be me. And then it was her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, this is, this movie, more so than Searching, brings up a really interesting, like, comment on, like, internet sleuthism and, like, internet, 
true crime community, like culture, mm-hmm. because like we oftentimes the Dahmer series forget that these are real people. Like when you're talking about this stuff, when you are referring to victims and, and, and even perpetrators of violence, these are people that have families that have friends and have loved ones that are all mourning either their idea of who this person was or literally the person is no longer with us. And so I just don't think a lot of, a lot of times, and this is mostly a white audience, let's be real. A lot of times we don't think about giving those other people grace or, or giving not even grace, but giving them, I don't just this idea, like the whole thing about when it came out that her mother had other aliases or whatever, which turned out wasn't actually an alias. It was her real name. She had to use an alias to get away from her abusive husband. But like, yeah, there just was no great. There, there was nothing positive there for June. And I, that was just a really good moment. And I hope, that internet culture which it probably won't let's be real but i hope fingers crossed that it would reflect on that and be like you know what maybe we shouldn't jump to conclusions because of a facebook article or a facebook post i read but they will because we are living in the age of the wga and sag strike and people just want to hate on actors even though actors like i made 33 cents last year like you made more than me like you're a liar larry you're a liar um um people love hating which is why when these both of these movies take these turns, people are like, oh, well, you know, your daughter's just this or your mother's just that. And it's like, that's not the person I know. And as somebody who has lost someone and the police didn't want to fucking investigate, they make up narratives, especially when you happen to be black. Um, it's like, well, probably drugs. Like, no, that's not it. You need to do your job. It's like, no, it was drugs. Like, that's not it. Find me a drug in the system. We didn't check. Oh, well. And I'm just like, y'all some bullshit. cab forever. I and so it it makes sense to me that they be like, well, you know, your mom's lying about who she was, so you know, she's just that kind of a bitch. And it's like, no, that's there's more to this story. We're gonna find it. And it's especially as you know, we live in the good Lord Savior share the year of 2023, where so much of our lives are online, especially since pandemic and post pandemic world. Mm-hmm. When everyone online, even people you don't know are making up narratives and making up things about your own mother who you're actually attached to, which we'll get to that in a minute. But I, there is just so much trauma that we as online people can do to each other that I just don't think we've come to terms with. And I think eventually we'll have to, because like, I just don't know how much farther we can go before it's, I don't, it, I, it's, it, I think it's going to hit something eventually. I don't know. Bitches love to be like, let me say this to my full chest because you're not a real person online. Um, as somebody who's been on the internet since, I don't even know. Cause I, I, I literally. 12, 13, somewhere around there. We didn't yeah. get a computer Early cause teens. we were poor. And so I, I definitely was not online until I was like in college, um, like community right. college. But like, it's been a minute cause I've been 25 a few times. Um, but if somebody's been on the internet, like one of the first rules is you're a fat bitch if you won't fuck me, MySpace. 
Um, <laughs> and I'm all like, all the way back to Joel. Listen, all the way back to Joel. Listen, Is that his name? Lo- was that his name, Joel? No, it that was everybody's what friend. Was his name? Oh no. Oh no, we forgot his name. He's old. Um, but like, <laughs> we it's it's been that way forever because people love to be like you're not a real person. It's why I love. So there's an episode. Well, there's a couple episodes of Shrill where the character who is the stand-in for Lindy West, I believe her name is Annie in the show, but it's been a couple years. Um, it's based on a real thing Lindy West did because like she had a troll and she found out who their fucking troll was and went to him in person to be like. Why are you this way? Why are you coming for me? What the fuck is wrong with you? And he was like, yeah. I need somebody to feel smaller than me. And I'm just like, women are not here for you to take your shit out on. You should just go to fucking therapy. How about that? But I and I feel like, yes, it's always been there online. Always. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning of WWW. But the World Wide Web, if those of you that don't know what WWW is. Not wrestling? For, not wrestling. <laughs> but I... I just think as more and more of us are spending more and more time online, I just, I don't know. I just, ooh, it is it is spiraling and it is going to hit something. But I did like the moment. So it made me laugh a lot, pretty hard. And I, I don't know if I was supposed to, but I did. Um, about the line, I think it's because her friend's talking to her about um, – the Netflix series is based on her life. And she's like, uh, they cut, they cut out Javi. And I was like, that's yep. Because how many times has black and brown people been cut out of shit that they were there for? Like Javi was a central fucking character. Like he was more central than her friend who was there for like nothing. (laughs) So I, I love seeing all the people of color get roles, but I think that if we had, we cut these other people, it would have been fine. Uh, um, because like, especially because Javi's storyline that they forced in was so throwaway. It's like my son and me don't get along. Now my son and me get along. I'm like nobody. Javi, it's not about you. It's about this mom and her daughter. <laughs> um, and I know that we love parallels and we love to like make things longer. But I think that most Netflix movies could just be a 60 minute hard stop. Yeah, I mean that 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 that's totally fair. And this one was a little long. That, that timestamp was about 20 Hour minutes too long. 51. I will fair. And I was like, I'm going to say less because we have black people driving it. But also, I got places to be, a.k.a. asleep. And I need y'all <laughs> to get it to fuck together. <laughs> yeah, and there was a lot of it that could have been... Yeah, it could have been an hour and a half and been a, be, been a better film. Absolutely. I, yeah. Um, I just pulled up searching again. That was an hour and 42. So both of them are long. Um, So that's just an ongoing thing. And maybe some stuff was meant to be cut out and then it wasn't. Or maybe they were like, we need to get people more hours on screen because, yeah. yeah. I will say, and we'll get into it more when we cover searching, but I did feel missing dragged a little more than searching. I feel... But it could have also been because I'd already seen searching when I saw missing. So I was like into the like i already knew the storytelling was searching i was like took me a minute maybe i don't know i felt both were too long but i do think that because missing had a few more steps than searching because this plot took a few more twists and turns um not oh yeah 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 because i was like maybe this mom did leave her kid i don't know no more i again as a ruiner i did not want to know what's gonna happen and i think that because it had so much we're going for it it probably needs to be a little bit longer than searching but neither need to be as long as they are if that makes sense but 
I, and I will say, I was kind of scared going into this recording. So I was like, Sheree's going to hate this. She's like, I knew it for the minute that it came on the screen. I knew it. And I, you're stupid for not knowing it. And I was like, I didn't know anything. I'm not going to lie to you, Trent. I was in the middle of the movie before. I was like, what if the dad's alive? I don't know how he'd be alive, though. And I kept going. Um, and I let it go because I was like, I don't know what's happening. So many twists and turns, but like, I, well, and I had forgotten about that little moment at the very beginning when you see her clipping that clip. I, I forgot. I forgot all about that until he was alive. And I was like, <laughs> another, another reason I have about this format of being on screens on screens is because we're on the mom's computer, no camera, just watching her do things. And then we never see the yeah. mom's computer again. Cause we're with the daughter's computer. And it's like, ah, I, this specific subgenre of the subgenre sends me. And I know this is a popular opinion. I know like a lot of our listeners are like, bitch, I love these. And I'm just like, you can. I'm just saying I'm not a fan footage girly, which is why I don't comment on a lot of them because I know it's not yeah. my wheelhouse. Oh yeah. I told and I and I totally hear what you're saying. I am more of a fan girly for these found footage films. But I hear you. Yeah. And I and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And they're not they're not perfect yeah. storytelling and i have this note like i really enjoy these filmmakers the ones that did searching and now did this i really enjoy what they're doing i have enjoyed both films but it's not perfect like there are yeah. some missing holes like i think i put both of them at four stars because like they're both really good movies and really fun and i had i had a ball watching and being like oh shit what's going on what's happening and but they're not perfect so yeah i and they're not perfect, but I do think that this one, I feel like this series, because like we don't have a third yet, and know people like to get itchy about franchise, but I think that this series of movies is probably a default second to random activity for me, as far as sound footage franchises series go. Because like who else is giving anything? Um, we have we have some Blair Witch movies that are good out of the three that we have, and a fourth one's coming, so maybe that will like help that legacy. Um, and there's probably some other found footage franchises out there, like Rick. I've not seen any of that. I, I keep wanting to. I know that Hill House. Oh, oh yeah, Hill House. I forgot about that. Jazz and Jamie would have fought me on the timeline. I'm happy you brought that up. <laughs> um, that is, I will not say anything bad about that because again, I don't want my friends to fight just to punch me in the face. Um, <laughs> and like, I haven't watched those, I need to watch them. I've heard multiple people, both on timeline and IRL. Tell me to watch those movies. I'm so I need lie. to. We need to. Found, Sheree. Found footage month. We can't do it this season because we've already planned yeah. it. But next season, we are. We've talked about this every fucking season. We are doing. Listen to me. We are doing a found footage month. At least one, maybe two. Who knows? We can do maybe a month. Um, <laughs> um, and for one of those, I might hit you with the cough, cough. Um, and that's my right. <laughs> that's and that is your right. Listen, I've done that a couple times. You deserve listen, it. Listen, I'm going to be like, I'll do God forsaken. And I'll do a hill house. The rest is on you and Mary Booth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that again, I think there's a lot to play with in the fan footage world. And I think that some of them do the things well, some of them do things almost well, but like any other type of filmmaking, there's just limitations and my brain will not, my brain will, not, I wish my brain would be like, no, a camera belongs yeah. in that bookcase. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> and I'm fighting with no one because I live alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that again, this is my default second favorite series. Hell House is probably my third. Um, I, I don't really like the VHS series. I like some of the segments and some of them, not most of them. Um, 
And you know, again, I, I, I think that because horror is such a broad umbrella, there's just so many different subgenres that we're not all going to click with everything. Yeah. And there's a place for everyone. Yes. At the table. Um, I want to also bring up, because I do love the comment, because not a lot of films will go this route, but the moment of her having to look at everyone's Happy Mother's Day posts on social media, I think that too often we, and I speak for myself and people who have my experience, but people who have somewhat okay (laughs) Mm-hmm. at least somewhat okay i'll put myself on that level i'm not gonna say great but somewhat okay relationships with parents forget that mother's day father's day sibling day whatever day it may be can be really triggering for a lot of people in the world and i think that we should be just a little more mindful i'm not saying don't call your mama on mother's day yeah. or if you want to but like on the on the on the the main page, the main feed, like yeah. put make some space for yeah. other people at least. We definitely had that conversation because this yes. was something you were coming around to our first year. Because I was yes. like, it's tricky for lots of, especially AFABs, um, <laughs> because like when you're born, they're like, she's gonna give us kids, she's gonna marry, she's gonna do the things with her uterus, and I'm just like, why are you in our uterus so much? And so, like, those of us who don't... Get out of my uterus. Listen, listen. Are you trying to buy one? Because I'll sell it to you cheap. Yeah. But, like, I I think that there's this obsession with you have to do this to be a woman. And that's not the case. Whether you're AFAB or not AFAB, if you're a woman, you don't have to have children to be a woman. Um, you're a woman by simply existing in this world and saying, these are my pronouns. And oh. that's the that's end of it. Case closed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we we do this thing where we're just like, well, she doesn't have kids. We have to ask about her fucking children. And some people do want kids and can't have them. Some people have kids and lost them. Some people have kids and they're not close. And so I think that when we do that for Mother's Day specifically, because I know this is a Father's Day situation, but like Mother's Day specifically, we had to like really talk about it because again, you had not really thought about those people our first year. Right. And so we had to have that moment because a lot of our fan base are women and non-binary people and trans people. Like we see the numbers all the time and like they don't want to tune in on Mother's Day when we're like celebrating getting drunk to be like, happy Mother's Day. Um, I don't want to hear it. And I'm not one of them who have ever thought about having kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, if I'm this icky about it, I know they're not. Let's not do it no more. Right. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it because like, yeah, I, I fucked up. I mean, like I, I wasn't thinking and I should have been. And I, and since then I have been even on my own personal page, not even like the, the fear street social media yeah. pages. I have even been more mindful of at least holding space for those that don't have the same relationship or like you said, a plethora of, and that's father's day, mother's day. Like I said, siblings day. Yeah whatever day it may be birthdays you know whatever trauma is hard for everybody however it impacts them and nobody gets out clean nobody gets out scot-free all of us have issues with our parents whether or not we want to like bury it or acknowledge it um and our siblings and so forth and so forth like nobody's like i love all of my family members from the top to the bottom they're all perfect different change and if they are saying that they're lying i'm just like girl what you drinking (laughs) or we smoking Let's I have some? Put it in my glass. <laughs> Put that in my glass. And I too will love everybody. 
um, you and your Molly just out here living life. I, I, and so I think that I'm happy we came around to the conclusion that we should celebrate Halloween and nothing else. And we mentioned, we mentioned like Christmas and things, but like, we don't celebrate, we don't, we don't post it no, out there. We don't, because so. I mean, we did Christmas in July this year, so we could do Violent Night, but like, we, we don't. On the Patreon, subscribe. Subscribe, because you know you want that, you know, you want that harbor, you know you want that killer little bear. <laughs> And look, Santa Claus outfit, killing people. You know you want that. I'm going to take episodes yeah, right we now. we talk about it in passing. But we, yeah, we don't do like, yeah. the only holiday that we actively celebrate on Fear Street is Halloween. Because like our first year we did Christmas and we were like, well, what about the people who are not celebrating Christmas? And there's not enough movies to do a month. Um, because everything is awful. And so we never did it again. And we normally just like do like a end of year list or whatever the fuck we're doing. Yeah. 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 I think this year we're doing we 90s. Grow. I've grown, we've grown, yes. and I'm happy for that. But I do, I did like that this movie highlighted that journey for people that have lost a parent or have lost a child or whatever, have any kind of trauma. I'm happy you picked that up because um, when she scrolls through the mother's like messages, which well, is like, what the heck happened? They have that exchange where she's like, I'll be gone to the 20th. She's like, you're not coming back for Father's Day? And I, because I'm me, I'm just like, girl, your dad been dead for 12 years. Let your mama live. (laughs) But I don't know their routine. I don't know if the mother's like, I know she's sad on this day, so we're going to do this thing um, or what. And so I think this was the first year she was like, I'm not going to coddle you and hold your hand. Um, Also, your dad's dead. I'm going to get this dick. Um (laughs) Well, it probably, the Father's Day trauma is probably more, in this situation for this film and this character's dynamics, it's probably more traumatic for the daughter than for the mother. Cause the mother, a knows the truth and probably doesn't have a lot of love for him. And accurately. So <laughs> also 12 years is a long time because I know that kids love to True. be like, you need to think about my parent forever and always bitch. Life is long. Um, life is real long. <laughs> and your parents mean a lot to you and that's fair. And that, and that is great. But not they don't mean a lot to everyone. Every time and that's fair as well. Every time I see a show or a soap opera where some kids like, but what about daddy? And daddy's been dead for thirty years. I'm like, what about mommy? Like, are you buying her a better vibrator or what? Because otherwise, get the fuck out. What? Missing orgasm. I missing orgasm. The porn. The porn uh, parody of this film. Searching for Mister Battery. Uh, <laughs> I, especially because, like, to just be completely transparent, her mother's played by Nia Long. Nia Long, dead husband or no dead husband, is not just sitting around being like, my good years are over. This bitch look good. Yeah. And, I mean, I will say she was doing, I mean, Ken Luing is not an ugly man. Yeah. He was kind of, they, they dressed him ugly in his movie to make him He just escaped prison. He was doing shady things. He's the enemy. <laughs> But this IMDb headshot he has, he's pretty, I mean, he could get it. But I'm a thirsty bitch. But like, (laughs) he's sexier than Tim Griffin, that's for sure. Anyway, uh, (laughs) (laughs) she she moved on up, as they say. Moving on Uh, up. Um, But no, I just think that when you put anybody next to Nia Long, you're just like, how he's landing Nia Long? Because again, she looks like she's lived for 40, 50 years. How old is she? I'm gonna go look. Oh, I'm on the Googles. Hold, please. She was born in 19 fucking 70. I don't know what hold that makes her, but 
This what well, in October she will be fifty three. That's math. Yes. I don't do. I I've, I've stopped trying. Yeah, she went She's she went fifty three this October. Her birthday is Halloween Eve because badass bitches don't play. As it should be. And so you put anybody next to her is going to be like, how'd you, how? Like you could put her next to Pedro Pascal, who is, is one of my imaginary husbands. And I'd be like, I don't know if the math maths, Pedro, come talk to me real quick. <laughs> because it's Neil fucking right. long. And so she's not going to sit around pining for your dad. I'm sorry if that's how you think <laughs> women are going to behave. Um, she's going to be like, I still got a life to live. I still got needs. I still got love to give. Close your door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, Sheree, are we ready for hot takes? I believe maybe possible. I don't know no more. I just be here sometimes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm ready to get spicy. Let's get, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm drunk and ready to get spicy. Wee. Drunk and spicy. Two drunk spicy our, hosts. That should be our uh, subtitle. Nightmare on Fear Street, drunk and spicy. Listen, you like it spicy? You like it drunk? Well, we got a show for you. We are the we are the time for you. Come on down, to Charlie Brown. I don't know Charlie Brown got to get involved, but you know what? I'm let you have that. Um, <laughs> um my my hot take, which I've ruined as usual. <laughs> I want Nia Long and Storm Reed in another thriller or even in a horror movie, um, where we can see them actually act and have real scenes and things because. They delivered, but also when you can't always see their faces or you have the weird angles and things, because again, that's just the conceit of this kind of a movie. It takes away from the things they could be doing in a scene together because they are both powerhouses and I want to see them in a scene where they are mad or sad or something at each other going for the gold. Have you watched Fatal Affair? Not yet. 2020. Not, wait, 2020. Yeah, Nia Long's in it, and it's kind of like a you know one of those lifetime each time. Oh, yeah. It's good though, it's and she's good. great. Like I and I suggest it. I think you might like it. It's it's Nia Long and Omar Epps. Yes, and it's on that. It's on the flicks. Yes, because I've been a long time Nia Long fan. I don't have that one mystery. I'm gonna find that bitch. Um, and I love that her and Storm Reed got to be in this movie, but I want to see them act off of each other without the conceit of a found footage and a weird camera angle. I want to yeah. see them go at it with a full fucking cinematographer, camera, steady, scene, scene, not like... Oh, both of them together, I got Yeah, you. yeah, that's what I want. Because, again, they are both powerhouses. And I feel like I was robbed a little bit. And that's one of the reasons why I can't be like, this is a five-star movie. Because I'm just like, yeah. I wanted them to be together and to see... I didn't want it to be like, hi, Siri, call so-and-so. I want, I want these bitches in the scene being like, bitch, I told you the rules. No, you ain't my real mama. Fights. Like, also, time frame. Because you have an iPhone right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey Siri is no longer, they. it doesn't work on my phone. I don't know if you can turn it on or something, but it don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, come on, y'all. Like, <laughs> I know things change every year, but, like. I think because I got rid of all the iPhone stuff when I got this iPhone, because I have to say, hey, Google, and it has to be, like, on and unlocked. And when I say, hey, Google, she's like, boop, 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 boop. what you want, bitch? I'm going to try it right now. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Hello, Siri. Hey, Siri. No, don't do anything. I'm trying it now. 
Hey, Google. To be fair, I had to reset my phone because while all the other things are beating my ass this month, my phone was also having a moment. <laughs> so <laughs> that is just off because iPhones need permission to do anything. Um, yeah. But I do think that I, I think they took that feature out. Anyway, that just is it's, technology. It's definitely recent because I remember people talking to me and their phones be going off. Not even three years ago. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's definitely the last like year or two. Yeah. For sure. And this movie Absolutely. came out this it's year, so it's probably made like two years ago. So that makes sense. That's Because people be like, anyway. Sheree. And Siri be like, yes. And they're like, not you, Siri. I'm like, Siri. <laughs> what? But, that, but that's one of the ways that like when you make a film that's so based on technology... It, it's kind of difficult unless you're going to like say, no, this movie is set in 2018 or 2019 or like whatever, Which but they might have again. <laughs> right. And again, super minor, like not even really a criticism, but just a thought. The Siri that fucked me up is when she's like, my computer is near my phone. Hey, Siri into her watch. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> again, I get taken out and that's why I'm not the best person to watch my footage with. Yeah, you you have a hard time suspending that disbelief a little bit. I can only give so much grace and so much face. (laughs) (laughs) So my hot take is, I do think that the the, like the like the final twist of searching was a bit more flashy in quotation marks for those that can't see me than the ending of Missing. But I feel like the ending of Missing is more real because. I, the the idea I think I think it was literally because the mother daughter relationship and the fact that men actively harm women yes all men mm-hmm. on the daily that it just and, and and searching did the same thing and I think I I'm muddling this wording that I made on the on the actual hot take but like. Let me just read it. I'm just going to read my hot take. So, while Searching perhaps had a more flashy ending, this one felt more real. Like men, usually cis white straight men, but yes, all men, are usually out here harming, uh, out here doing the most and making AFAB people's lives miserable. Uh, While both both of these films' themes are true, and while both these themes are true in both films, since this is centering a mother-and-daughter relationship, it's more upfront. I, I'm always going to say yes to more black women doing things, but I also love that both do center a daughter and a parent because so often we get a son and a father and I'm just like, kill me now. I, I don't (laughs) want any more dudes on dudes on dudes. No more, no more. Y'all had y'all's time in the sun. Um, and so I do, that's the thing I love about the series because like we have a woman of color missing, um, and we're looking for in both. Yeah. And I will say there are moments that are real that are very real in both movies. I don't want to get into searching too much because we are not covering that, but they were messing. Anyway, I adore as an actress, but like white women. Um, anyway, I was <laughs> we'll like, get into that when we cover searching. In front of Will's face, Grace? In front of Will's face? Um, I just love that everybody from Will and Grace is a villain now. Like they are just like, we are in our last era. <laughs> We've got to, yeah, yeah. Hey, play everybody. Play everybody. Um, All right. Well, that is our thoughts on Missing. 
and a little bit on searching. Hints for future episodes, probably. It's, it was not a double feature episode, but it could have been. Uh, it could have been. been. We probably should have done that. I, I almost asked you how recently have you seen searching, but I didn't because, again, this weekend was kicking my ass. I turned my phone off for most of it. Uh, <laughs> um, this weekend was not fun. And so, yeah, mm. here we are. It was a good time. We both drunk. It's a good It's a good day. Well, now we get two episodes out of it. And, you know, here we are. We'll have to have the same thoughts again. Um, that next one is going to be real thirsty with John Cho, though. Listen, <laughs> I'ma just be like, don't play this for your grandmas. Um, y'all know who we is. Y'all know what we about. <laughs> y'all know. Anyway. All right, y'all. Next week we are covering Infinity Pool. I'm so excited for you to see that movie, Trent, because I saw it and I know what I think. Um I have not this first time. First time, uh long time, first time. <laughs> I am excited for you to see it. Um, I'm telling you nothing about it because, yeah. But I, yeah, I know. Isn't that the Isn't that the Cronenberg, the, the son, son? Yeah, who gave us possession? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. That other movie was wild. I'm excited. Um, and not to be watching. Isn't the Skarsgård in that? Yeah, he is. Um, Ooh, you know I give I I I I will do some scar scar scars. That whole family, all of them. Um, Even that one that you don't like, I'll still do him. <laughs> oh, the bald one. Yeah, I was like, what the you bald- mean? I threw away a scar scar. I had to think about it. Like, <laughs> oh, the bald, the bald one. one yeah. Um, he, you know what? Um, we'll the family tree and work it out. Like, invite me for a holiday. I. <laughs> I love the Scars Guards. All of them are sexual. Um, I just saw Bill run through Castle Rock season one. Um, finished mm. it this weekend because while my phone was off, I was like, I'm watching TV. Um, there you go. He had to them cheekbones being like, I'm in Stephen King's world again. Like, maybe I need to go back to Stephen King's world. No, I don't. But I'll watch you. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I've, I've heard the N-word enough. I'm good. Um, but like, <laughs> he was looking very sexy while he was doing chaos. Uh, as always. There it is. Like, there it is. There it is. There it is. Chaos and cheekbones is all he's given us. Um, oh. Norma Jean saying hi. hi no, she's like, I too like a scars guard. Look at her. She said, I want dinner. She's like, I like You're scars. an hour late on my dinner, and that is not she's okay. like, Bill and Alice can also come over here. Um, but anyways, <laughs> that infinity pool will be continuing our 23 and me next week, y'all. So watch her. She's on Hulu time of recording this episode. I don't know where she'll be by the time we need to see her um, for these things and shenanigans. But if y'all have seen her, y'all should have seen her. If y'all haven't seen her, I don't know if you need to see her. But we will let Trent be the deciding vote. <laughs> all right, y'all. Again, thank you all so much for listening. And as always, make sure that you stay fierce out there. Bye.